Happy motherfucking Tuesday, everybody. How are you doing? Woo! Got a special one for you today. Got a little bit of news, a little bit of stuff that's making headlines in the music world. And also, we are four days removed from the release of the new Spirit Box album, the debut album, Eternal Blue. And we're going to talk about that and more tonight after I hit that brand new fresh intro. If you are struggling, do not isolate. If you're feeling hopeless, reach out to somebody. If you're feeling helpless, know that you are not alone in your daily struggles. Your life is important. If you or someone you know is struggling with thoughts of suicide, please call the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. Again, 1-800-273-8255. You matter. And now, suck it podcast. What's up? This is Aaron. And this is Brian from Gemini Syndrome. Suck it! And welcome, everybody, to I am the great and powerful King of Kings Prince of all that is awesome, Derek How the fuck are you doing today On this beautiful September 22nd Of the year that is 2021 Woo Guys Got some good stuff coming up for you The rest of the week It's gonna be exciting And next week is even You know, more stuff is happening Tomorrow we're going to bring you the return of Dying Oath. And then Thursday, I'm bringing back the band Auron, um, who has so graciously you know, given me the license to use their song Brother as the new intro for the, for the show. Um, we're going to um, do a special suicide awareness prevention um, episode with um, Sarah and Andrew. And then on Friday, I have the band One of the Last coming on. The lead singer, John, will be with us. So we got a whole bunch of good stuff coming on. And next week, we got an interview with a, a new artist. Um, that should be coming out Monday. So we got a whole bunch of good stuff coming. So I hope you guys are ready. Um, let's just, you know, jump right into it today. So, making the fucking news again for the exact same bullshit that he did in the past, Machine Gun Kelly. So now before I go into this, I've given this man props. Not for his, his uh, talent or not for his music or anything else like that. Just for the simple fact that he had the balls to go after Eminem in the past. And it ended up, you know, backfiring. But at the same time, I think it was all just a plot, a plot to, you know, jump over to the rock industry. But, you know, I digress. I'm not going to go into speculation here. But either way, he got destroyed in the media and publicly and everything like that by Eminem. 
became a you know a rock artist quote unquote i'm going to say that loosely um did an album with travis barker yada 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 and um to mostly pretty good reviews i didn't like it but a lot of people did especially a lot of people that i've talked to on this show um and uh so I got to give him a little bit of respect on that front because uh, he did have some respect and a little bit of, uh, you know, admiration from some of the rock industry. Some, not all, but some. And I do got to give him a little bit of credit on that. However, now he's doing it again. And this time he's made a huge mistake. Now, great. Going after Eminem is a pretty fucking huge mistake. However... When you fuck with CMFT, Corey motherfucking Taylor, you are going to be destroyed. Utterly destroyed. So, what am I talking about here? Well, this past weekend at Riot Fest, um, on Sunday, I believe, MGK um, was... Uh, the headliner, I, I believe, on Sunday at Riot Fest. And also Slipknot was there that weekend as well. Um, he uh, decided to say this up on stage. Turn the lights up. Let me see who chose to be here instead of with all those old weird dudes with masks. He later, at, later added... Hey, you know what I'm really happy about not doing? Being 50 years old, wearing a fucking weird mask on a fucking stage. Wow. So, um, that sh shot's fired. Um, now, I guess there was some speculation from, uh, from, uh, Corey Taylor, oh, excuse me, not Corey Taylor, from MGK, talking about how Corey Taylor was supposed to do a, a verse on a track um, on his Downfall album, um, but unfortunately, this is what MGK says, it was fucking terrible, so I didn't use it. Um, he got mad about it and talked shit to a magazine about the same album he was almost on. Y'all stories are off, just admit he's bitter. So, um... I guess that goes back to uh, back in February. He said, I hate the artists who failed in one genre and go to, but decided to go to rock. And I think he knows who he's talking about, uh, but that's another story. So, um, and that's who, so that was the quote that he was directly talking about. MGK was about Corey Taylor talking shit about him. However, today on his Twitter page, um, Corey Taylor released some emails. Now, uh, in those emails, Corey pretty much, um, yeah, proves everybody wrong or proves MGK wrong and basically tells MGK he's a piece of shit. So here's the email. So, um, here's what happened. Um, Blink-182 drummer Travis Barker referenced a song that Taylor was, Taylor was supposed to be slated on to appear on the rapper's 2021, excuse me, 2020 Pump, Punk, Pump, Pump, I can't talk tonight, 
pop punk album, Welcome to My Downfall. The song appeared on a bonus version of the album, but does not feature Taylor in it. Barker appears to say that he and Kelly really love the vocals Taylor sent him along with some notes from MGK. So, yo, Corey, we love it. Um, peep these notes from Kells. It's super fucking close. Uh, read the email. Yo, Trav, got super inspired again by listening to Corey's vocals on Can't Look Back and added some guitars over his part so it kicks in, kicks you right in the face. Um, blah, 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 blah. It's just talking about the different things. Um, he went on to add a bridge that he thought was pretty powerful, that he thought Barker and Trailer would dig, and then went on to say that he sent Taylor an idea for the second half of the verse um, that he said he can obviously say fuck it, but it would be sick to do an inspired thing, inspired anything that for, I can't talk, I'm so sorry, but it would be sure sick of me to, bleh. let me start over again. Laugh at me all you want. I'm, it's late at night, whatever. <laughs> he can obviously say fuck it, but it would be sick to see if it inspired anything or if he could try, try it like that. That is what Machine Gun Kelly said to Corey Taylor. If he could try it like that. And then the next thing you know, Taylor declined, saying he didn't feel he was the right person for the collab. He added that it was all good and he was excited for MGK. I hope you understand. I wish you guys the best. If I could help in any way, let me know. So... Corey did send in his stuff. MGK didn't like it. Wanted him to do a certain other thing. And Corey was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to do it. If, this, if you don't like the way I do it, I'm not doing it at all. And then it was just completely dropped from there. So it, it's just he said, she said bullshit back and forth. But the thing about it is you don't fuck with Corey fucking mother Taylor. Corey motherfucking Taylor. You fucking don't do it. You want to fucking try to make a name for yourself? You don't do it on the back of fucking Corey motherfucking Taylor. I mean, CMFT is probably one of the greatest vocalists, greatest frontman, uh, greatest lyricist of our generation. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. I mean, everything that he's done from Stone Sour to Slipknot to his self-titled stuff, excuse me, to um, his spoken word tours that he does. I mean, the dude is... A fucking living legend, and you don't fucking diss on that shit. Um, so what? He's in a 50-year-old wearing a fucking mask. A 47-year-old wearing a mask. So? He sings better. He screams better. He writes fucking better than music than MGK ever fucking will. So MGK needs to shut the fuck up, and now I will never speak about this motherfucker again on my show. Um, you know, he had a little bit of respect, you know, trying something new. And like I said, he got some recognition from other people in the rock world. Um, but now he's crossed a line that you, you just can't come back from. And now dead in the water, this will be the end of him. And pretty soon, you know, uh, what's her bitch will leave his ass. <laughs> that'll be the end of MGK. Cause yeah, you don't, you don't fuck with Corey Taylor. You don't. That's just, nope. That's pretty fucking stupid, in my opinion. Um, and sorry about the uh, the rambling and the, the misreading. Again, it's fucking late at night, and I'm tired. But I'm here. I'm doing this for you because I fucking love you. All right. So that's enough of that. Let's talk about some fun stuff. Fun, fun, fun stuff. So now... This past Friday, on September 17th, the band Spirit Box 
led by the beautiful, talented, amazing fucking metal goddess that she is, Courtney LaPlante, released their long-awaited debut album, Eternal Blue. It is a full-length EP, excuse me, LP, with 12 songs on it. And, um... One, two, four are previously released. So, got uh, Secret Garden, which, you know, everyone knows was huge on Octane and everywhere else. Um, and then before that, we also have Holy Roller, which is one of the biggest songs they released prior to that as well. And then Circle With Me and Constance. All four of those are previously unreleased songs. So, you got eight new songs on there. Um, and I do respect the fact that they didn't also include Blessed Be because that would be another um, album that just, I mean, another song that just added to, you know, the fact that they've already released a bunch of stuff. And um, it was a single, that's where it should have stayed. So um, I'm glad they did not include Blessed Be. You can still get Blessed Be everywhere else. Um, but I'm glad they gave us eight new songs on this and didn't give us 13 just to add in Blessed Be. So I do respect that fact. Um, so tracks are as listed. Sun Killer, Hurt You, Yellow Jacket, The Summit, Secret Garden, Silk and the Strings, Holy Roller, title track Eternal Brew, Eternal Blue, We Live in a Strange World, Halison, or Hal Halcyon, Circle With Me, and Constance. So I'm going to go ahead and just break each song down um, to the best of my ability here. Um, the song Sun Killer starts off in a very melodic, good intro. Um, just starts off the album in a very, very good way. Kind of gives you setup for what's coming next. Um Kind of got a little bit of an EDM vibe at the very beginning there. Very electric, um, good guitar work. Just overall, just an amazing fucking way to start it off. Um, she does a great job with her vocals on this song and really kind of... But then about halfway through, boom, she kicks you in the face with her fucking... Um, her screaming, which is top notch. Um, her, her screams are some of the best out there. Um... And she's definitely honoring those who have paved the way for her, such as like Maria Brink and you know others, others like that. Um, but yeah, so Sun Killer, definitely one of the, the, the best songs on the album by far. Um, Hurt You. Um, this song, I believe, has been released as a single as well now recently. And um, I haven't heard it too much on the radio, but I've heard it on Octane a couple times. And it is a fantastically written song. Um, it is so good. Let me pull up some of the lyrics here because I need to talk about this. So I'm just going to go ahead and read you a um, couple of the lyrics here. We're falling in a crisis mode. Mutually assured destruction. Love the proxy and burn the bones. So I smile in the snare of devotion. I hope you find what you're fighting for. I'm happier when I hurt you. Your medicine is the coldest war. I'm happier when I hurt you. You just keep on building the tension. I want to escalate our state of... Uh, I want to escalate our of this stasis. But you just keep on building the tension. 
I want to escalate this into the grave. I hope you find what you're fighting for. I'm happier when I hurt you. Hurt you. Your medicine is the coldest war. I'm happier when I hurt you. So hold me to the grave. That's where you carved my name. I hope you find what you're fighting for. I'm happier when I hurt you. It is... It's a fucking deep-ass song. Um, and the way it's played and the way it's talked about and the way... I mean, talked about. The way it's sung, um, it is so powerful that uh, I, I just can't... Yeah. When I first heard it, I was like, fuck. Um, and yes, it is a signal, a, sing, a single. Um, there's a video out for it as well. I don't know why I, I blanked on that, but it is. Um, Hurt You, my one of my personal favorites on the album, period. Um, yeah. Next song, Yellow Jacket. That song is my uh, business partner and co-host, um, Mary, um, who's not here tonight, obviously. Um, her favorite song on the album uh, features Sam Carter. Um, fucking great song. Um, it is a is a banger. It is a screamer. Um, so just kind of uh, getting that out there right away. Um, be prepared for that one because um, it's a it's a doozy of a song. But yeah, so <sighs> this one again, and more powerful fucking lyrics. Um, woke from a vision. The plot is still fleeting. I carry you with me, but I know what I saw. The hole in my head is the shape of a man. I swear it was an illusion of the retina. Already seen but cannot access my memories with repetition in my temporal lobe. Relief is fleeting. I know this something is with me. Release the pressure. The Leviathan flows. If I tie up the loose ends to a, into a forceful mechanical moment, hemisphere intuition, deal with the light if it doesn't matter. If it doesn't enter, excuse me. Where there was grace when I was, was there, where was the grace when I was asking for it? There is an absence in your photosphenic fear. Full of hate perforates me like a yellow jacket. Where was the grace when I was begging? I was asking for it. It is so, uh, one of the great things about Courtney LaPlante is the, her, the way she writes her lyrics. Mm just does something to where it's not smack you in the face. Here it is. This is what it means. It gives you a lot of different ways to interpret it. Um, and like when I go into like a uh, circle with me, which is a song that um, everybody fucking knows. Um, I'll, I'll go into that a little bit too, because again, those are more of those lyrics that you can interpret however you fucking want to. Um, and she does that really well with Le yellow jacket. Um, Sometimes her lyrics are, you know, very straightforward and, hey, this is what it means. But when she does it like this, it just does something differently because I can listen to it. You can listen to it. Mary listens to it. You know, many other people will listen to it and, like, they'll just take something else away from it. And 
I give Courtney a lot of credit on that because that is some sick ass shit that she does with that. Um, the summit. Decent song. Um, I'm not going to really go too much into it. It's not one of my favorites, um, but it's a good song. Um, take that as you will. You know, it's a it's a pretty darn good song, but not one of my favorites. Um, Secret Garden. What can be said about that? I mean, that was the one that really got everyone excited for this album. Yeah, we've been excited for a while because we've been talking about it for a long time. We've got a bunch of singles. We got a bunch of, you know, you know, teasers and this and that and this and that. You know, we had all these other things, but Secret Garden was the one that really kind of said, oh my God, I cannot wait. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Check out betterhelp.com slash SIPod. Life is full of stressors. It doesn't matter who you are or what you have. Your life is probably stressful. I know mine is. Some days I question whether or not I want to get out of bed. Or hell, I question whether or not I even want to wake up. But thanks to BetterHelp, my days get a little bit easier. As someone who suffers from generalized anxiety disorder, PTSD, and bipolar disorder, I'm very thankful that I have BetterHelp on my side whenever I need them. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera you don't want to. It's so much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Unload the stressors and get some unbiased feedback. You'd be pretty surprised at what you may be able to gain. See if it's for you. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. And Suck It Podcast listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com forward slash SIPod. That's BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash SIPod. You're a busy guy, so stop thinking about what to wear and just embrace the radically efficient Mack Weldon Daily Wear System. The Daily Wear System is a selection of clothes rooted in smart design, made with performance fabrics, and built to work together. From breathable t-shirts and polos, to stylish button humps and shorts, underwear, and beyond, Mack Weldon makes it easy for you to dress for work, leisure, and play, or wherever your summer takes you. Imagine waking up on a Sunday morning Coffee's made, pancakes are on the stove, you smell bacon, you get up out of bed and you slip into your Mack Weldon Sunday lounge pants, eat yourself a nice breakfast being comfortable, because that's what Mack Weldon's all about, comfort, especially in those Sunday lounge pants. And guess what? They're not just for Sundays. And then immediately following that, you can throw on your silver knit polo and your radius shorts and head out to the golf range and have some fun with your guy friends and drink beer and just be cool and comfortable all day long. So buy some time this summer with Mack Weldon Daily Wear System. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash suck it and enter promo code suck it. That's MacWeldon.com forward slash suck it, promo code suck it for 20% off Mac Weldon. Radically efficient wardrobing. Phone call in the middle of the night from uh, people 
scroll with my vibe. <laughs> um, I'm going to edit that out. Um, but again, Secret Garden, just, it's a magical song. And I use that word magical a lot. Um, but we know why I do that. Because, I mean... It is just a good song um, that needs to be, really needs to be raved about. Um, again, and it's, this one's kind of more in your face as far as like the lyrically goes. Um, looking back, you're mistaking. It was a drought, or, was it drought or euphoria that could finally make me hopeful in the fault line? Far, far from perfect illusion. Wait to walk up the island. Double knot into silence. I can never fall in line. I can feel the rain this time. It flows from, eh, flows from the hope spring. Complacent in rare form. You said I'll make you leave me. Is that all I am? And it's you that I came for. Two hands are guarding my heart. I never climbed this far. And nobody waits for me, but I know nobody takes from me and what I grow secret garden disregard my heart and nobody waits for me but I know nobody takes from me but I know again that one is more in your face like I just said but at the same time you can you know interpret it however you want is it a breakup song is it about somebody that loves you you love them but they don't love you I mean what or is it something completely different um, and again it's so open that you just do a good job. You know, she does just a great job with however, she, you know, whatever her intentions are, she pulls it off. Whether you want, whether she wants you to interpret it or whether she just wants you to enjoy it for what it is, you get to do that with this album and a lot of the different songs. And Secret Garden is definitely one of those that allows you to do that. Um, Silk and the Strings, again, not one of my favorites as well. Um, it's a good song. Um, but again, not one of my favorites. Uh, Holy Roller. It's been around for a while. It's a hard-hitting, punch-you-in-the-face fucking song. That's really it. If you know the song, you know it. Um, if you haven't, go fucking listen to it. Um, Eternal Blue. The title track. Fucking epic. Straight up. Epic fucking album. I mean, uh, epic song. Um, it, it hits all the different points. It's melodic. It's singing. It's a little bit of this. It's a little bit of that. It hits all different levels and just does a great job of really being what a title track is supposed to be. And it does that with this song. So again, I can't say enough good things about this, that song, um, or the album for that matter. All right. Now, Song number nine, We Live in a Strange World. And I think the name of the song is fitting because it's exactly that. It's a strange song. Um, the very beginning of it is very, again, EDM-esque, um, very poppy. Um, and for me, it just kind of throws off the flow of the album a little bit. Um, it's still a good song, but for me, it just kind of throws off the 
the album, the song a little, excuse me, throws off the uh, the flow of the album a little bit. Halfway through, it kind of kicks back in. And it kind of, you know, takes a, a long a feel. But the first part, there's no guitars in it. There's no, there's no rock feel. And I'm pretty sure that was what they were going for. But for me, um, and, and again, this is just me. I know a lot of other people I've talked to say this is one of their favorite songs in the fucking album. Um, but for me, it just kind of threw it off a little bit. Um, Halcyon. Um, another great fucking song, very melodic. You know, one of the things that I love about Courtney Plant is that she does, she doesn't just you know stick to her screaming. She doesn't just stick to her her uh, vocals and singing. She loves to mix it up, um, which again, that's the whole idea behind metalcore. Um, but I don't feel this album falls within the metalcore genre. I feel it. It's just hard rock uh, with a metalcore twist, um, and I think. You know, Halcyon definitely exemplifies that, as well as some of the other songs, you know, like, you know, The Summit or, you know, Silk and the Strings or stuff like that, um, or Eternal Blue. Again, it's one of those songs that just fits the tone of the overall album being, like I said, a hard rock album with a, a metalcore twist. Um, and that's how I feel about it. Circle With Me, by far my favorite 100% my favorite fucking uh, Spirit Box song. Straight up. Circle With Me is fan-fucking-tastic. And I love the lyrics to this song because it is, like, they are all over the place and such a good, again, this is exactly what I was talking about before. So open to interpretation. You can do whatever you want with this. Feel the weight of the martyr. It could all be yours. Cut down the altar. Visionaire, the deepest fake. Dirty gold, the colors change. Hands are frozen, feel no pain. I just want to hold the flame. Negative feedback loop, I'm spinning out of control. The sickly sweetness is crushing me. But I want to know. If there's no heat when I escalate, the fire is cold. They echo. This could all be yours. Nothing sacred, nothing lost. When birds of prey invade my thoughts, they promise I will feel the pain. Not strong enough to hold the flame. It's a lot of the same over and over and over again. It's just, again, how do you want to fucking interpret it? Um, I held the power of a dying sun. I climbed the altar and I claimed my place as God. Circle with me, circle with me. This could all be yours. It's... Such a badass song. I can't tell you enough. Um, and then it ends with Constance. Overall, just a beautiful song. Nothing but singing. Um, great guitar parts. Very melodic. Um, very deep. Just overall, a good song. But again, it's one of those songs that's been out for a while, so you know, there's no point in talking about it. Overall, for me, Eternal Blue gets about a 4.5. Um, because even though there's three songs in there that I don't really care for too much, the other nine hit so hard, it cancels that out for me. Um, it is definitely one of my top albums of the year. Um, and Mary said it herself that this is definitely her top, her favorite album of the year. So I, I can't say enough good things about Eternal Blue, except for 
go fucking buy it right now. Um, the link is down below, or it's inside the description of the podcast. This album has been anticipated for a long time, and I definitely think that it fires on all cylinders. Yeah, in my like I said, there's my opinion. There's three songs that were missteps. And it's not even really a misstep. They're still great songs. It's just for me, they're there's not one of the better songs on, on the albums, on the album. Um, but they're not bad songs by any means. It's not like I'm saying, oh no, just those three songs just don't do it for me. Um, I will still listen to them when I listen to the album straight through. I don't skip those songs. I still appreciate and love those songs, just not as much as the others. So for that, four point five on the socket scale um that is definitely a swallow um give it a listen if you haven't already definitely give it a listen it is epically awesome i've listened to it through once a day every day for the last since it came out on friday so definitely Definitely, definitely, highly recommend Eternal Blue by Spirit Box. If you have not listened to it yet, if you haven't picked it up yet, please do so. Click the link in the bio below, and you can do so. The next album that's coming out is Bad Flower. I believe that is released on this Friday? I believe it's a 20... When is that? Hold on. The new Bad Flower album... Comes out. Uh, it's called how, This Is How the World Ends, and it'll be released on September 24th, so this Friday. So I will do a review of that next week. Um, I it, it is one of my highly anticipated albums of the year. Um, is it going to be as good as Spirit Box? In my opinion, probably. Um, I am just anxiously awaiting to see how this this um, album turns out. For me, um, Okay, I'm Sick by Bad Flower was one of my favorite albums of 2018 um, into 2019, and just I can't wait. Cannot wait. Um, and they have released a track list, um, and so far they've released four songs off of it, um, but here's the track list. Adolescent Love, Fuckboy, Family, which has been released, um, Johnny Wants to Fight, uh, Stalker, Everyone's an Asshole, She Knows, Only Love, Sasshole, uh, Don't Hate Me, which is out right now, fantastic song, Tethered, Machine Gun, and My Funeral. Uh, this is how the world ends out Friday by Bad Flower. So definitely check that out as well. And next Tuesday, I will do a review of that album as well. Sorry about all the rambling tonight and this the uh, the weirdness factor. Um, I don't normally do episodes by myself, you know that. So you know, being by myself is a little bit weird. Uh, Mary was a little tired tonight. Um, 
just you know her she went back to the studio this week so she's just overwhelmed um so she should be back next week um and again this week wrapping out the week we got tomorrow dying oath thursday orin and then friday one of the last um really really excited about the rest of the week here and then Next week, um, new artist Lauren Berman will be on the show on Monday. And then our Bad Flower Review on Tuesday. And then who knows what will happen in the next three days after that. But all I know is that it's going to be a lot of fucking fun because that's what we do here on Suck It Podcast. Guys, thank you so much for being here tonight. I hope you enjoyed my review. And if you didn't, oh, well, fuck it. I don't care. I did, I did it. It's my first one. Um, there's still more to come, um, and I hate doing this alone. Nobody to talk to, nobody to spitball with, um, nobody to call me as stupid because I did it wrong, um, and all this other stuff. So I hope you guys enjoyed it because I know I did. I'm going to go listen to Eternal Blue again, and I hope you fucking do as well. Oh, and by the way, fuck Machine Gun Kelly. Until tomorrow, <laughs> stay happy. Stay healthy and stay fucking heavy. We'll see you guys later. Peace.